Well, hello. <laughs> Welcome back to the Kingsway Podcast. Excited you are here. Uh, golly, the world changes so fast, right? Yes. Everything just kind of shifts around. And, um, you know, wherever we're at, we normally pre-record these. So I know, you know, the yeah. day may be changing and life may be changing quickly. Um, but we're glad you're here mm-hmm. and we're glad you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. So hit that subscribe button, leave a comment. It always helps us, I think, know what to do next or know that we're doing what we're doing is helpful. Um, so back with Jed, of course, Trevor here, excited to continue our conversations and learning how to learn and, uh, loving doing it. Yeah. So I know, uh, today's going to be just a little bit different. I think with the chaos of the upcoming semester and school and the summer kind of being full swing. And then I think (laughs) once summer hits full swing, I think it's one of those things where you're sitting in your house, it's (laughs) boiling hot. You're recognizing it's not going to stay this way forever, but then your eyes kind of slowly turn yeah. towards the fall. <laughs> and you're like, now what? Dude, I'll just say I got my my summer tan. It's a forearm, left arm, <laughs> top of the knee, left knee. <laughs> From driving? From driving. <laughs> <laughs> that's called trucker arm, bro. <laughs> Some people know what that is. That's, all, that's all the color I get. Oh, my ever. gosh. <laughs> Bro, we're going to set you outside for like two hours and just come out there and roll you over. All right. Give me a laptop or something. Well, dude, facts. (laughs) Well, today I want to do something a little different, something we've never done before, but I think is helpful. And it really, it it comes from another podcast. Kerry Newhoff had a podcast a few weeks back that I listened to that he had Henry Cloud on. And uh, Henry Cloud is... uh, uh, just a, a great guy that wrote a book with uh, John Townsend called uh, uh, Boundaries back in the day. Um, okay. Great psychiatrist and, and psychologist, but a Christian guy. Cool. Um, talks about what, you know, white life. And one of the things he referenced on there was that when people are in a emotionally traumatic or in a unsettling, uncertain time in his studies or in his counseling, he would tell them certain things. And he feels like it translates really well to our current status. Um, so, you know, his world might be the counseling or life coach, but he feels like with where we're at, we kind of all need a life coach, you know, right <laughs> now we kind of all need somebody to kind of sit down with us and tell everything, you know, tell yeah. us everything's going to be okay and that we can work through this and we can learn and grow. Cause I do think even though we're trying to physically keep ourselves from getting sick through lots of different means and, and applications, there's a psychological toll that's mm-hmm. going on behind the scenes that really can have detrimental effects. Yeah. Um, and I can feel that with my kids. I can feel that in my marriage. I feel that with my friends. Uh, I can feel that in our larger church, you know, just like, Hey, we're just desperate to be around each other. And so, you know, it's a little bit like not, you know, not forever, you know, not now, not, not, but not forever. Yeah. No, for now, not forever. Uh, it's kind of one of the things and I know we're going to get to get back together again. And it won't always be this way, but so one of the things he encourages his, uh, you know, his kind of clients and his people he's counseling is the same thing he would encourage us. And so I wanted to do that. Uh, exercise, but then also call us all back to this simple principle. And the principle is when you're in chaos to go back to the basics. And I don't know if we're going to do a sermon series on this. We probably will in the fall at some point. Um, but it's, it's going to be the concept of remembering and helping yourself get back to the things that really matter. Not letting the things you hear out in the world, not letting the worries and the stresses, um, you know, kind of steal your, you know, sober mind, your joy, you know, your clarity, um, and letting that, those kind of things. So if you didn't have those before, 
or if you were struggling to have those before, this can be a really chaotic time. Mm. But if you had those before, it can be sometimes just a general thought of you going, okay, I need to go back to what was helpful. Um, and so I wrote down a few of them, but as you're thinking through this, like maybe you can even evaluate, you know, cause Jed, Jed, I told him this, what we're going to talk about. And I said, I'd really like you just kind of be here to, to be a part of the discussion. But as you're thinking about this, cause I just laid this concept out to yeah. you. So just like you, the viewer are watching, you know, be, I'm right there with you. Think about what the basics were, hmm. what would be a baseline for you? Um, I wrote just a few down because these are some of the ones that I thought about over the last couple of days as I heard that. Um, number one for me is that an unplug time hmm. is key for me. That's without a political year, without the pandemic, yeah. <laughs> without all the, the craziness online or with the discussions. Having a set amount of time that I unplug, mm -hmm. maybe it's uh, an hour a day, <laughs> you know, minimum. Uh, maybe it's a full day. Maybe it's longer than that. Um, maybe it's for me, uh, not letting the phone be the first thing I look at in the morning, mm -hmm. like not letting that be the first interaction I have. Yeah. I fought for that for a long time. I've gotten bad at that. Yeah. Like me too. Yeah. it was one of those things that like I would fight to have the first conversation with my kids or my wife mm -hmm. or to have the first conversation be another human being yeah. before I would get online. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of a rule of mine to kind of let the real world have the first voice. Yeah. Um, even Ravi, right? The first Ravi would say the first voice you need to listen to is God. So yeah. just let it be just quiet. You know, like, hey, if you need to say something, you know, I'm not saying you have a burning bush every morning, but like <laughs> that unplugged time, I think we need that more than ever. Hmm. I really do. I think we need to be intentional and let that be a default again. Yeah. That, and I think if you can put it at the same time every day or or have it be a consistent thing mm -hmm. in some way, it makes it even more powerful Yeah. because you start to depend on it. Uh, you start to look forward to it. It starts to have a longer effect than just you know one day of clarification. And I think also some days it doesn't have the huge effect. And then other days it is a lifeline um, when things get really, really stressful. Um, so again, a basic plan some unplugged time yeah um second um read read a verse or a couple verses of the bible a day read a verse or a couple verses of the bible a day and i know that sounds like so like whatever this is basic yeah this is just basic um one of the things that i catch myself doing a lot is that i will get on everything on my phone that i want to like <laughs> but i won't click the bible app yeah and I won't even read the verse of the day. But I'll click everything else on it. Yeah. But I won't click that. And I'm like, <laughs> right? You know how often I get the verse of the day notification and I just swipe it. You swipe over, right? Like, I'm like, what the heck is that? And then, uh, you know how I get the verse of the day? Someone's Facebook feed. Yeah. And you know how you know how not helpful that is? <laughs> it's just not. Because you know what you associate it with? That person. Mm -hmm. And you compare. Yeah. And then you feel guilty because you didn't look at it already. And it doesn't have the same. I'm not saying you can't use it. I'm not saying it's not good to put. I'm just saying it's different when you go to that basic level of intentionality and you just go. And I will tell you, if you're starting this for the first time or you haven't done this before, read the same verse for a whole week. Yeah. Just read one verse. Let it sink in. Let it be something. Find the verse of the day on Monday and go back to it Tuesday, Wednesday. And just, just yeah. memorize it. Work on it. Let it just be enough. It doesn't have to be a lot. Um you know, we used to say it all the time, five minutes a day can change the rest of your mm -hmm. days, right? If you just yeah. spent five minutes reading a couple verses or memorizing a verse or letting it just sink in, it's a basic thing. Yeah. I think that's something that I even picked up over the last like semester is that 
um, is repetition is often more important than quantity. Yep. Like I think you often, whether it's like through a Bible plan or something like you, you basically, you rather have your devotion where maybe a couple of verses along with a lot, someone's thoughts, thoughts over yeah. that verse, or it's how fast can you read the whole Bible? Yep. Um, neither of which are a bad thing, nope. but often you're going to be fed more by reading the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. than trying to read a big chunk at a time yep. or trying to work through the, the whole thing quickly. Yep. Um, for me, even I, um, made it a point for, I don't think I, I held on to it very long, but for a couple of weeks, the first thing I would do in the morning is kneel down by my bed and say the Lord's prayer. Yes. Like, I love that it. Was it. Like <laughs> super basic, right? Yeah. But how, yeah. And I know, you know, if you're listening to this, you're like, okay, I grew up in the church. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I'm just trying to say like in the middle of some of this stuff, I think it's easy for us to just get out of our routines yeah. and to kind of reclaim ground and to get back to the bare minimum. There's some certainty in that. Mm-hmm. And there's some clarity in that that can be really, really helpful. Um, the third one is uh, ask for forgiveness. Uh, and I know this is like crazy, but like in the midst of these times, we can write off that just, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that we have every excuse in the to not need to, you know, yeah. it just gives everybody extra grace. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, get that off your chest, man. Yeah. Like if you've done something, you said something in anger or, or in anxiety or in fear, uh, if you said something that you regret now, mm-hmm. like just because normally the, the, the thing that would get you to ask forgiveness, you run into that person yeah. or you see them again. It doesn't happen as often right now. No. And that healing that takes place when you ask for forgiveness or you reach out mm-hmm. and you do that, it's not just about the relationship. It's inside yeah. yourself. It, it really is a healing aspect of what the gospel is all about. And it is, it is a basic thing that needs to be done a lot of times yeah. that I feel like right now just gets overlooked. Yeah. And uh, I've done it several times with people where I'm just like, bro, that was... That was a poor reaction in a moment that yeah. did not reflect how I really feel. And I thought about it and I just, I need mm-hmm. you to know, I'm sorry. And would you forgive me? Uh, I'm telling you, if, if we can be real enough to do that now, before we get back together, I would love to not yeah. have to like repair a thousand relationships yeah. when we start to get, <laughs> you know, like I just, I'd love that. I'd love to come out of this healthier relationally yeah. than broken. Man, I'll um, tell you the most impactful ser- or sermon I've ever heard was uh, Shane Wood, professor at, at Ozark. Yes. Uh, the first time I heard him speak. I'm mad it's not me. He, <laughs> you can for, I'll I'm ask sorry, for your forgiveness man, later. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please keep going. Shane Wood, he's, um, a, he's a professor or something. I don't yeah. know. I blanked out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, that's such an arrogant jerk. All right, keep going. No, that's <laughs> um, no professor at Ozark, he, um, first time I heard him speak at a chapel, he um, honestly can't remember the context of the entire That's normally sermon, how it works. That's how it works. But he ended his sermon by saying sorry to every person in the room he felt he had wronged in any way like literally one of them was like i think it was teresa teresa welch like um who's another professor there he was just like i'm sorry for playing my music too loud like he went down to the basics of of that That just like that powerful yeah it was dang (laughs) like i think it spent the next week like apologizing Uh, to people (laughs) you know i I don't know if you've ever heard this but holding a grudge or holding on to something like that is like eating rat poison and expecting the other person to die you know like there's a certain poison that that sits in your in your chest doing the research in your own soul to figure out the Mm -hmm. places that you need to ask for forgiveness is a basic thing that can get so easily overlooked yeah we can just push through it the pandemic is not an excuse hmm. 
to not ask for forgiveness. It's just not. Um, the next one, connect intentionally. Oof. You had to do this before the pandemic anyways. <laughs> I know you don't, I know a lot of people are like, <laughs> no, and I'm like, I'm like, listen, it is, it is both harder and easier mm -hmm. to connect with people right yeah. now. People are desperate for it. They need, you need a connection. And what I mean by that is not calling and going, what's up, man? How you doing? What are you doing? No, I mean calling and saying something like, Hey, I need somebody to talk to mm -hmm. I, and, or calling and going, Hey man, I know you're probably lonely and you're hurting. I just want to be there for you. Can I pray for you? Are you okay? Um, checking on people, calling and connecting intentionally, either for your own well-being or theirs. It's never going to change. Whether the yeah. pandemic ends or not, this is still going to take intentionality. And we can use it as an excuse and we can pretend, well, I can't see him or whatever. But I'm like, nah, th that's just an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Like it really is. And it's a basic thing that we're always going to have to do. Mm -hmm to reach out that level and to say, I'm willing to invest in another person. I'm willing to ask them. I'm willing to reach out and be vulnerable to mm -hmm. grow. I'm willing to reach out and make those relationships because I know it's healthy for me. Um, that is something that the church continually has to do, whether they meet in a building or not, it's still hard. Mm -hmm. It's just hard. Um, and at a basic level, that's how you grow. And at a basic level, that's how you help others grow. And even though Zoom is not the same as being in the room, and even though FaceTime is not the same as being in the room, and even though the text message has its limitations, and even though a phone call doesn't have facial expressions, those are all incredible tools with the right heart to connect well. Hmm. And you can utilize those, knowing that there are definitely ways that we're hopeful that we can return to different ways to connect. You can still learn to be intentional with yeah. how you connect and go back to the basics uh, of doing that well. Um, I know we get a little fatigue in Zoom, we get a little fatigue in FaceTime, we get a little fatigue in the non-direct, yeah. but that's not an excuse to disconnect. It's not an excuse to just stop. You you realize the limitations, you realize where you're at, but then you go back to the basics and say, it's still worth it. It's still what I need to do. So I, you have any that you've been thinking about? I know like I just put you on the spot. Is there any like basic things that you're like, oh gosh, this is a, a really key thing? Cause I got one more, but it's, it's a parenting one. And so like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, you don't have yeah. the kiddos yeah. yet. So I don't want to like, you know, but do you have any that you think, I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot. Like I said, you didn't know yeah. the context of what I was, I was going to say, but. No, the one thing I think, um, and I mean, it, in some ways I think it's something that everybody is doing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess in its simplicity, just like finding a hobby, just mm -hmm. like, um, or returning to a hobby that you kind of, yep. but with the new intensity, mm -hmm. I think, um, for me, um, just playing music, like, um, it's been, what I've been encouraged to do the most is, is try to improve on the guitar. Like, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking like it's a super deep thing, but it's just like, no, no, uh, but, but I, the way know. I would maybe, uh, maybe this is the wrong context, but I would say, uh, find joy. Yeah. Find joy in something. Yeah. And uh, I know for me, this pandemic can steal all the joy of a day mm -hmm. if I let it. Yeah. Or you can find joy in mm -hmm. your day. And I'm not yeah. saying that a hobby is always it, but I'm just saying that's a part of like recognizing that God put you on this planet to enjoy mm -hmm. things. And so part of that is finding some things that you've been good at, you're gifted at, that you put some time into. Yeah. 
and uh, you know, Netflix is great, and there's some great things out there to watch. <laughs> but investing in a skill, um, you know, I know this is super silly, and, and those that are watching are totally gonna laugh. But I play Fortnite the same way that you play the guitar. I am learning how to play the game yeah. better. I am skill based. I do certain maps that are totally based on, on mechanics of <laughs> how I play the game. And I time myself and I look at the matrix and I am trying to get better. Yeah. Because that's ultimately fun for yeah. me and I enjoy it and it brings me some joy. Um, so I get what you're saying. And I think people don't give themselves permission sometimes mm -hmm. to do that, to give themselves permission yeah. to find a hobby and to enjoy it. Now there's limitations mm -hmm. too. I think even beyond that though, it's um, like, I agree with everything you're mm -hmm. saying. I think yeah. that that's the, uh, um, a great like baseline for yeah. Um, and even another one in that is um, doing something with an intentionality and a purpose. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think, the purpose can be as simple as find joy mm -hmm. for me. Um, you know, working on my guitar skills also has the, the purpose of just making better. me better, <laughs> like, you know, well, um, absolutely making me more versatile, making it so that I can and play in more applications than just worship music. And, for sure. And, um, and playing in a band, and playing in worship mm -hmm. is uh, the next level of yeah. the guitar skill. If you don't have the guitar skill, you can't play yeah. in the band. And it's the same with me. I, I have all kinds of relationships and people that I play with, and I want to mm -hmm. play at a high level, and I want to enjoy it. If I'm not good at the game, yeah, no one wants to I play with. I don't <laughs> want to play, and no one wants to play with me. Yeah, right. Like it's just that's just part yeah. of it. Um, and so you know, no one wants to get beat every single time and yeah. play the game. And so, you know, just like anybody that plays softball or mm -hmm. anybody that plays, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah, part of it's fun to just go out there and play. But if you just get your bootay kicked every yeah. time, like you're not having a yeah. good time. So that that is the other side. I agree with you a thousand percent, though. If you can find a hobby that moves, you feel like in a forward direction mm -hmm. with purpose. Absolutely. And literally like the intentionality of purpose, like it doesn't necessarily have to be anything that will make you money or will, you know, that it doesn't have to have that kind of like, really practical purpose the purpose could be i like it mm -hmm. i want to do that well, <laughs> you know? and like you just said it, it it enriches your life in a way that sometimes isn't always measurable by dollars and cents yeah my relationships that i've made over that community that mm -hmm. i've built yeah have been some of the the best conversations the best things and encouragements yeah. you know the, the places that i feel like god has reached in because i have had that over the yeah. last year and a half especially uh, with my friend Danny uh, that I really enjoy. And mm. he and I just connect that. He lives in Ohio. We've never seen, you know, we haven't seen each other in years, but we're very close. Uh, and it's purely come yeah. through that. And awesome. so I know with the band and some of the things, it allows you to play all over the, you know, the state and it'll let you play, you know, different places and different bands and different people, yeah. not only here at Kingsway. And mm -hmm. you've made friends through that. Yeah. And some very Absolutely. technically good friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and they have pretty guitars and they let you borrow them. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only reason. <laughs> Jonathan, I'm looking at you. <laughs> so, well, cool. Well, the, the last thing I was just going to say is that, uh, you know, it's the same thing that I've said um, to parents. And I know you need to hear this just because I think it's important. Um, that when you have somebody that is in your life 
maybe like your mom and dad <laughs> um, or it, like me who is a parent. When I talk to parents right now, it is a difficult time to parent. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty. Kids are starting to ask different questions. They're they're unsettled. They feel like they're missing opportunities. Mm. There, there's even a, a portion of uh, us that are just scared that, that our kids are going to get sick or that mm. one of us are going to get sick and we're not going to be here. Um, or that we're leaving them like a half burned world yeah. <laughs> as a future. Um, and so one of the things that I've, I've just wish I could look at parents and just say, Hey, go back to the basics. Um, it's the same thing that I had a guy named Don in my life that, that said over me when I had my first son, uh, and he just said, you need to believe that God picked you hmm. to be your son's dad and that he chose you. And he put that gift in your hands intentionally and you're exactly who he wants as that kid's dad. And I think if that, if you can get back to the basic of believing that, that God can still use you and that as a parent, that he chose you to be that parent and that, yeah, you need to learn and grow and figure some things out, but you, you've been given that great gift and calling intentionally and that he picked you on purpose. It wasn't an accident. Um, and it's not something that if you feel a little overwhelmed or scared or whatever, that's okay. Um, that doesn't change the fact that you're still worthy uh, to fulfill and walk in that gift. And I think mm -hmm. if that resounds with parents and they let that kind of be at the back of their mind, they'll give themselves a little more grace yeah. when things get irritable or, or voices get raised or or their kid acts out. And then also they'll give a little bit more purpose and intentionality and in saying, okay, hmm. if I have been called to this standard, maybe I do need to yeah. ask some different questions about how I can move forward and um, get in their face, get on your kid's level, get, look them in the eyes, tell them you love them. You'll never regret it. Um, and that's exactly who God's called you to be. So, hmm. Hey, back to the basics, right? Back to the basics, unplug, read a verse every now and then can yeah. intentionality, ask, you know, ask for some forgiveness, find a, a hobby with some purpose and remember that God has called you exactly where you're at. And then you leverage that influence, whether it's a parent, uh, whether it's a professional life, whether it's just with the people around you. So I think if we do that, this pandemic doesn't steal everything. I think hmm. we can come out stronger. We can remember where where we came from and where we're going. To, that doesn't change some of those basic things that we need to do. So thanks so much for tuning in. If we missed some of the basics that you feel like are really important, hmm. that are keys in your life that you've been clinging to, that you've kind of gone back to, stripped things back and said, hey, if I just do this, this gives me clarity. Yeah. Oh, please put those in the comments. I'd love to see those. Please. Um, but thanks so much for tuning in today. You guys have a great and glorious day in the Lord. Remember to get back to the basics. Uh, we're going to get through this. God is still good. He is faithful. And uh, we are his. So love you guys. We'll see you later.